Tonight on the WDW Fan Zone Show, we have the news, the latest and greatest things going on around the world. And we'll also get into a discussion. How do you keep the Disney magic alive between trips? How do you prepare for your next trip? All that and much more on tonight's episode. And we're going to kick it off right now with Jess and the latest news. Hello, everybody. All right. So uh, just, couple, just a few things today. After a few days closure, the Haunted Mansion in Magic Kingdom has reopened today, um, although not at park opening. I did hear that there was a delayed opening on that. Um, but the inclusion of the Hatbox Ghost is um, now in the ride. So if you're interested in the history of this character, it's actually a really cool article. Um, I just I found it on the Hatbox Ghost Wiki. Um, there's some really cool um, history on that about um, how it started in Disneyland and then kind of disappeared for 45 years. So it's really cool to 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 read all about that. Um, again, I just looked, I just found it on Hatbox Ghost Wiki. So check that out. It's really cool. Um, all right. And then my last piece of news today in the Japan Pavilion in Epcot, they have a new mural that represents different aspects of Japanese culture. Very nice details. So there are three different pictures. Check them out. They're really cool. And finally, um, the Shiki Sai Sushi Izakaya, the new restaurant in the Japan Pavilion. See, I had to pronounce something today. <laughs> I don't typically get to pronounce unpronounceable things. <laughs> but very well with it. I, I, I did my very best there. Um, but a new restaurant in Japan, uh, in the Japan Pavilion, is opening on August 30th. So get your reservations ready for that. Um, it's going to be a nice uh, sit-down restaurant in the Japan Pavilion. And it's supposed to be a sushi and uh, sushi bar and grill. So check that out. Sounds great. All right. Thank you, Jess. I've got a few things here. And I just want to mention, this might be the last time you hear me reading some of these things. Because as I said last week, the show is going to evolve with the news portion starting next week. Jess is going to take control because she does it so much better than the rest of us. She's going to take control of all the news. And I'm sure you guys out there, are, whether you're watching us or listening to us, are happy to hear that. As I start to butcher what I've got here. Uh, mark your calendar for September 6th because that's the day Disney's live action remake of The Little Mermaid premieres on Disney+. Plus. The hit Disney movie Frozen is celebrating its 10th anniversary with a short run in theaters that began on August 4th, and that will run until August 17th. On October 20th, Disney Plus Premium will increase $3 per month from $10.99 to $13.99. Hulu without ads will also see a $3 increase, and that's going from $14.99 to $17.99. Disney Plus and Hulu ad-supported platforms the, um, will not change the price per month. Uh, that will remain the same as it is now, whatever that is. ESPN Plus will also have an increase from $9.99 to $10.99 per month. So that's just a dollar increase on ESPN Plus. But here's where it gets really fun. Hulu Plus live TV packages are going up $7 per month. The plan with ads will be $76.99, and the no-ad tier will be $89.99. Uh, 
the advantage that Hulu with live TV has over some of the other live um, streaming services is that it also includes the Disney Plus package. But that is a pretty steep price to pay, but it's catching up with YouTube TV and the rest of them. Disney-owned ESPN and partner, will partner with Penn Entertainment to launch a sports betting platform, ESPN Bet. During Disney's third quarter earnings, or their third quarter earnings call, I should say, Disney president and CEO Bob Iger was asked about the possible outright sale of Disney to another company. Mr. Iger responded that he would not speculate about the potential for Disney to be acquired by another company. And that is all the news I have. All right, Jess, park hours. All right, so we have the um, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party starting tomorrow, Friday, August 11th. So the park hours for Magic Kingdom are 8 a.m., to 6 p.m. Now, remember, if you are staying on a uh, property, on a resort, uh, the Disney Hotel Resort, um, you can get into the park at 7.30 a.m., which I heard a lot of people are excited about because it's been very crazy in the mornings um, to get in at the 8.30 time. So that is also next Tuesday, August 15th, 8, to, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., and then um, the the party is from 7 p.m. to midnight. And then uh, the rest of the week, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Epcot is open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Hollywood Studios is open from 8.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. Animal Kingdom is open Friday and Saturday from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. From Sunday to Thursday, it is open from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Typhoon Lagoon has a couple changes as well. Um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it is open from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. And on Saturday, there is a special ticketed event from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. And then on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, it is open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Blizzard Beach is currently closed. The boardwalk is open from 6.30 a.m. to 10 p.m. And Disney Springs is open on Friday and Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11.30 p.m. And from Sunday to Thursday, 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. All right. Thank you, Jess. And if you're flying down or coming to Walt Disney World over the next seven days, what you can expect are daytime highs in the upper 90s through the weekend then it's going to drop down a little bit or through the middle of next week then it's going to drop down a little bit to the mid 90s but it's going to be in the upper 90s for the start of your trip with overnight lows also in the upper 70s and of course being florida rainy season hurricane season there's always a chance of rain all right uh one other note here on this day in disney history it was on august 10th 1994 that the Concourse Steakhouse opened at Walt Disney World, replacing the Concourse Grill. And an interesting note here, the Concourse Steakhouse was closed in May of 2008, and it was replaced by the Contempo Cafe. And that ends our news portion of the show. We're going to get into our discussion very shortly. Jess, thank you very much. Great See news. See you as always. real soon. Yep. <laughs> Take care. Have a great weekend. All right. Thanks, you too. Bye, everyone. Bon bonjour.
All right. Um, and I, I do want to mention something. Um, Darlene won't be here for the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm not going to mention why, because I don't know if she wants uh, or wants it mentioned here. I'm going to leave that up to her to give the news on that. It's a good thing, though. Um, but, you know, even though Jess is going to be doing the news, Darlene, when she has food news to bring to you, when I say food news, you know, a recipe she might have tried at home or something she's tried in the parks, she certainly will bring it to you. So we could call Darlene our food critic going forward. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So we've all been there. We've all done it. Keeping the magic alive between trips. How, you know, and, and things have changed so much at Disney World. Do you guys find it different now, keeping the magic alive between trips? Or you, or as soon as you get home from one trip, you're looking to plan your next? Yes and yes. <laughs> All right, that's our show, folks. <laughs> it was. I'm, I'm, I'll go to the one, the, the second part of that, and that is, do you start planning the next one? I would say yes, I start planning the next one, but I don't always know when it's going to be. Yeah, but I, I start looking into opportunities anyway. Mm -hmm. So I don't. I don't like it when I don't have something concrete on the calendar. So having something to look forward to is one of the one of the helpful ways just to bridge the gap between visits. You know, yeah. you've got something to look forward to. There, there are lots of things that you can do to keep yourself occupied. Then, but uh, if you don't know, which is kind of the boat I'm in right now, it's. It's definitely challenging. You know, there's, I'm certainly hopeful that it's going to happen in a certain time frame next year. But I, right now, and for the first time in a while, I actually don't know. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's, that's very unusual for you, John, because I know you usually have your next trip planned before you get home from the trip you're on. Yeah, unless I can include, unless I can include trips that are with other groups of Disney fans. Right. And in that case, I've got two trips planned. They just have nothing to do with Disney parks. Right. Uh, uh -huh. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one's with Nat Geo and one's with Adventures by Disney. Yeah. So, How to feel so, that was it. so maybe I'm cheating quite a bit. That's okay. You can cheat like that. It's still Disney. <laughs> All right, Lottie, how about yourself? So I, there's one trip that... I know I'm going to do, uh, and that's the wine and dine half marathon. Uh, I'm always there. I've been there consistently. Uh, uh, as long as they're having the race, I've been there every year since 2014, 2013, 2014. Can't wow. Remember? Um, uh, so I know that that one's going to happen, but uh, I'm a planner. So you know, we usually uh, around the uh, quarter four of the year start to plan all of our trips for the the following year. Uh, uh, you know, get things on the calendar, juggle work schedules and school schedules and the like. Um, but uh, sometimes we just we throw an extra trip in there, like this uh, uh, last trip here to, to Disneyland uh, in in June, July rather. We we uh, that one was a bit uh, spontaneous. <laughs> But uh, keeping the magic alive between trips, uh, I, you know, we we listen to a lot of Disney music in the car on the way to school in the morning. Uh, I wear something 
Disney related every single day. And I've actually folks wow. see me on the street and know about it. And they, they, they try to call me on it and they can't catch me. I always have, always have Disney something on me somewhere all the time. That's cool. Yeah. I, I know, you know, living in Florida, things have changed from, but I know what we used to do. I, you know, I would get so involved, even when I used a travel planner, I would get so involved in my own trip that I, I wouldn't even think about planning a second trip until I got at least to my resort on the first trip. So I, I would go do a lot of research. I'd over-research things, even if there were attractions I'd been on a million times, the parks, I would look at the wait time, not the wait times, the um, crowd levels. Uh, I use touringplans.com a lot to, to get information and research all the years. Um, was another website that I go to. I listen to a lot of Disney podcasts to keep the magic alive, like Lou Mangiello's WW Radio and Mike Grauman's um, Be Our Guest podcast. Uh, I, I would do a lot of that. Um, and then when I would get to the resorts after the first day or two, I'd start thinking, okay, I can't believe the trip is here. It's going to be over in a few days. I don't want it to end. What am I going to do next? And I'd start thinking about my next trip. And hence, one of the reasons why I'm living down here now. Now, I don't like the state of where the parks are now, but that aside, you know, there, there's still a lot of magic within those gates that changes from trip to trip. And the pull of the magic that gets you while you're there is what wants to bring you back another time. And I know it's not possible with some people because their wallet just saying no while your heart is saying yes. But, you know, it's you always want to think about, OK, when am I coming back here? What am I going to do this next? We ate here this time. I want to we ate at restaurant X. Next time I want to eat restaurant Z. And there's always new places opening up, new attractions coming, new shows. There's just a lot. Um like you're saying, Stuart, just keeping up to date with what's going on mm-hmm. helps to fill the gap while at it's, the same time mm-hmm. makes you want to go back down and, and see what it what is exactly. new that you've heard about but you haven't seen yet. Yeah. And I think the mistake that a lot of people make with social media and YouTube in general is that they're look they're they're listening to what people are saying rather than waiting to experience it themselves they're looking at the attraction so when they go on the attraction the surprise element is kind of gone you know they shouldn't be doing that it's it's okay to get a little bit involved with social media researching your next trip it's great to listen to podcasts and 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 watch youtube videos of people talking about disney rather than being in the parks going on attractions because uh, I, I think that does kind of spoil for people. I know a lot of people like to do that, but it ta- you know, for me, it just takes the surprise element out of it. What, what, what your appetite, but don't try to experience it before exactly. you, you're actually there in person. Have a taste, don't indulge. Yeah. Yeah. What um, I was going to ask you with your kids, because I know um, they're they're not on every single trip that another family member might take to Disney World. What keeps them going? Oh gosh, um, uh, Charlotte has a few uh, YouTube channels that she likes to watch that mm-hmm. that talk about the parks. 
Uh, she loves random theme park trivia. Um, lately, she's been on the Play Disney app. Uh, what it? Uh, what is this thing that she keeps playing? It's um. As a parent, you should know because you don't know where. <laughs> I'm playing it on my phone. It's it's on my phone. So. Oh, what is the name of this? Anyway, the kids the kids love it. It's on the Disney World app. It is um, it's the Play Disney Parks thing. The Play Disney Parks, and there's a section where you can hit Play at Home, mm -hmm. and she absolutely loves it. Actually, Ava and Charlotte both like this one a lot. Yeah. And um, it's got Disney trivia. Of course, it's not coming up right now, so I can't tell you exactly what it is. But it's got, um, you know, just some cute little games that you can play on your on your phone at home. So they, yeah. they enjoy that a lot. And then they play Disney video games on um, uh, PlayStation and on uh, uh, Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I, I think that's a great way to keep it going for kids from one trip to the next. Um, movies, if Disney comes out with a movie that they're interested in, going to the theater or even waiting for it to come on Disney plus is another great way to keep it going. You know, Kingdom uh, Hearts, that's the game kingdom hearts. And they're still playing. Uh, uh, what's the one with the little characters, um, that she put on the little plate. What's the name of that? Disney. Disney they're all yelling at me. Disney infinity. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't even know that was still around. They're not making any new things. There aren't any updates, but the kids still love to play it. They love the sandbox. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, Kyle, I think, went to a comic book convention and got him a couple more characters. Oh, great. The other day. Okay. And also for you folks at home, it's great to have not one, but two parents that have a love for Disney in some respect. Um, like, Lottie's a big Disney fan. Kyle is a big Marvel fan and Star Wars fan. Oh, and I didn't introduce you guys before. John Maloney, Lottie Ferguson. I'm Stuart Stewart. I forgot <laughs> at the beginning of the show. I do that a lot, don't I? Um, hey, it's a new format. We're all getting used to it. Yeah. Um, we're actually going to try to incorporate after the news section is over. If somebody has something of interest that may not be the topic of discussion for the night, to give them a couple of minutes to just talk about it a little bit. Um, but like I said, we're gonna. The show is gonna evolve over time, and hopefully, it's gonna get better and better and better. Um, otherwise, we'll make more changes. <laughs> but no, hopefully, it will. We, you know, we're, we're trying to bring our audience what they want. So, um, you know, other way. I, I don't know about you. I, I bet Lottie. Um, I should say, John. I don't know about you, but I know Lottie. But you do this too. I drool and dream over restaurants I want to try. Mm. That's another way to keep it going. <laughs> I know Darlene looks at recipe books and see if she can try some of the things she's had at home and make them there. I do too. We've got a few recipe books uh, here at the house and uh, Charlotte actually likes to uh, she likes to cook and so she's, she's willing to try anything. As long as she has a recipe, she'll try to make it. That's great. I remember in the past, and I'm glad you reminded me about this because I want to go back and look again, but some of the stuff that I've made at home were the cheeseburger pods like they have in Satouli Canteen, 
and I found in I didn't quite have the hands that I needed to make it, but I I worked it out so that I could do it, and and they turned out really well, and they looked very similar to what they have. Mm-hmm. I also made the the gray stuff that they had in be our guest for the. Well, now you're getting into a gray area. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, like the uh, the the tops of our heads, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but not just looking forward to the restaurants that we'd like to go eat, but just thinking of, you know, thinking about some of the restaurants where we have eaten and the experiences we've had. So looking back on past experiences and and certainly some of those are, whether it was in the parks themselves or in a restaurant or at an event like a run Disney event, but (laughs) uh, it, looking back on those as well as finding, like you say, a way to bring some of that into your, your, your everyday life. I got a Mickey mouse waffle maker a few years ago. And now every Saturday morning we, I make Mickey waffles so that, and we have them for Saturday morning breakfast. They also have, I think a Disney donut maker too, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Not positive of that, but I think I remember seeing it on Amazon or someplace else like that. Okay. Um, yeah, that's great that you make Mickey waffles. Are they as good as the ones you get at the, uh, the resorts? Well, so that's the other interesting thing about being a Disney fan is you look into the the mix that is used by Disney to make theirs, and you go out and buy that. And so <laughs> I, every... So many months, I'll go out and buy a, a new couple of bags of it. So I've got it they're ready to go. And in fact, I was very disappointed recently because I like blueberries in my waffles. And mm-hmm. I make blueberry waffles. My wife has chocolate chips. I make them both. So I make her chocolate chip mm-hmm. waffles. And then I make my blueberry waffles. And mm-hmm. I always use the blueberry mix. And the, the brand name is Golden Malted. And you can, mm-hmm. you can get it online. And it's supposed to be the same mix that Disney uses. But I got the blueberry mix. And to my dismay, they've recently discontinued it. So I I always put my own blueberries in anyway. I put frozen blueberries in. So I'll have to use the regular mix and put it in. But I I did like the blueberry mix. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Um, I know people. a lot of people tried doing Dole Whips, getting the Um, ingredients and packages. But now um, I know before we moved from Jersey to Florida, we there was an ice cream place. I'm going to give them a plug because it's a great ice cream place, Hoffman's. Uh, they have a couple locations. One is in Point Pleasant. I forgot the name of the town that it's in and the other. But anyway, a great ice cream place. They started serving Dole Whips. Mm-hmm. And at first it was like, great, I can get a Dole Whip here. I don't have to try to butcher it at home. I, I can actually get the real thing. And then it was just like, well, then it's not going to be as special when I go to Disney World. <laughs> that was my other thought after I had it, but I loved it. But yeah. Have you found the ones in the stores yet? I haven't seen them in the stores yet. I know they're doing that, but yeah. I haven't seen them. People keep sending me pictures, and then I go to the store, and they're not there. Yeah. And, and you know what? Just to give people out there a word of advice, the Mickey bars that you get in the, in the grocery stores or elsewhere, they're not the same as what you get in the parks. I'm not saying they're bad, 
It's just they're better in the parks. Yeah, they're definitely not as big in the grocery. No, they're not as big and they're not as the chocolate's not as thick. But it's a nice substitute. Yep, and, it is. And actually, it it helps to your point there. So you're not spoiled so much. Right. So you get a taste of it. It's not quite the same. So that when you do get back there and you have the real thing, it's not right. like you've spoiled yourself. It makes you miss it even more. Yeah. By yeah. having the imitation, not the actual, <laughs> <laughs> not an imitation, but, you know, not the real thing. Mm. When I say not the real thing, I mean the yeah. genuine park. Yeah, the, the, item. the grocery store substitute. Yeah. Um, any other ways you guys keep your magic? You know, right now I'm here, so I'm living the magic. Well, that, like you say there, you mentioned about listening to podcasts and some of the podcasts you listen to. We get to share experiences and ideas every week on this podcast. Yes, so we it's do. Not just I, I listen to podcasts every week when I go running. That's all I listen to is yeah. Disney podcasts. Yeah. But it's great to be able to share and broadcast a Disney podcast with mm-hmm. with you, with Jess, with yeah. Kurt, with um, with Darlene, Lonnie. No, you. I'm. That was a plural. <laughs> you, the two of you, who are here with me tonight. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And a couple of things I want to mention since you brought that up. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts. We're on YouTube. You can watch us and cringe. No. <laughs> you, you can watch us there if you don't want to listen to us. Um, and you can find the podcasts from the WDW Fan Zone app. Yep. I was just on, specifically on Apple devices on the, the yeah. app. So. Yep, that's another way to so you can keep up to date and keep informed. Um, I forget what I was going to say now. You, you know, oh, that, oh, another thing you can do, and this is what I did for years, and it's fun doing this. If you, you know, if your dream is to live the dream and not just dream about your next trip, and by that I mean moving down here, start researching towns, cities, developments, homes. You know, that that takes up a lot of time, believe it or not. Um, and it's not something you're going to be able to do in a couple of days or a month or so. So that'll help you build up that momentum for your next trip. Or you can go on a Disney cruise, an adventure by Disney. That's another way to keep the magic alive for the parks. Um, just immerse yourself in Disney in any way you can. Um, do you guys have any other things that you do crafting or anything that you may not have mentioned yet? We do, don't we, Lottie? We do. I think John and I have a cricket habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a Jiminy cricket habit. <laughs> <laughs> There's some pretty cool cricket projects um, that are that are on the uh, with the cricket app that you can you can either pay for if you have the subscription and they might be uh, just an extra small extra fee but yeah that's a whole lot of fun the kids like doing the paper crafts on the cricket Mm -hmm. i like to make items on the cricket disney items on the cricket and then share them with friends so and 
I have some Disney friends that send things to me. And in fact, I have a, a Disney friend right here on the podcast who made a wonderful Mickey Mouse cover for my cricket, for which I am very thankful. And I'm, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> but sharing, and so that's that's another thing. So sharing those crafts with friends is a lot of fun. So sometimes we'll get cards or magnets and, and I'm not as good at sending them out to others as I am getting them from, from others. But beyond the crafting, just getting the chance to talk to friends that we've made as a result of going to Disney parks or being on Disney podcasts or going on Disney cruises or trips or events, just getting together and talking you're ultimately going to end up talking about Disney somehow, whether it's looking back on things we've done at Disney or looking forward to trips we have planned or, or anything else about Disney. It's, it's just one of those things that we share. So that's another way to, to fill that gap in between is to, yep. to share it with friends. Absolutely. And, and you don't know who you're going to uh, spark a conversation with, you know, um, uh, I, I just got a new job uh, about a month ago. And uh, so I'm, I'm learning the folks in the office and uh, my new supervisor uh, uh, stopped by my office and, and, and we ended up talking for about 30 minutes because he saw, uh, I had, I had uh, mouse ears uh, on the corner of the shelf uh, and a couple little figurines from my time at the Disney Institute. And uh, you know, that, folks are you know how folks are always trying to act around the new boss you know you gotta try to make sure that you butter them up or that you get your time with them and Brown so nose. I found out, <laughs> yeah i i found out that, that he was a disney fan and so uh the conversation was was quite natural and uh uh we had a good time uh, uh trying to see who could outdo each other on, <laughs> on the nice yeah that's that's nice that really is you know, and it's funny moving down here. You know, you expect to be amongst Disney fans, and there's quite a few Lumangelo WW Radio fans here who are big Disney fans uh, that live in the same development. The Hawks, who've been on the show, Paul and Lisa. Um, I'm trying to think who else. There are others. I just uh, can't think of the names right now. But um, you know, the reason they're here is partially because of Lou and primarily because of Disney. So, you know, if you find the podcast, not podcast, but podcasts that intrigue you, stick with it and let it build your momentum for your next trip. You know, it's something you had mentioned earlier, John. And podcasts is one way. One of the other ways that I've had is helping friends and family members plan for their trips. Yeah. Especially friends and family members who haven't been there before, or haven't been there in a long time. Yeah. And, and they don't know a lot about what's going on. They, they're so excited and they're also so appreciative when you're able to share insights with them and share your experiences with them. And that, but that also feeds your soul mm -hmm. in being able to help them and just talk about the things that you know and have experienced. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, 
it's wonderful to be able to help someone who needs the help plan their trip. Uh, that, you know, as, as good as it makes them feel that you're helping them, it makes you feel even better because it's like, hey, I remember this. I did this. I know this. And you don't realize, sometimes you don't realize how much information you have stored up in your little noggin that you can impart to others that, you know, useful information at that to help them plan their trip. Um, I always recommend that they find a well-rounded travel planner. Some, by that, I mean somebody who is customer service friendly, who puts their client at the top and, and does what you want. So it's your trip planned through them, not their trip planned for you. Right. And, right. and you know, the, perfect one is the one who we always mention on this show and that's mouse fan travel we've got great deals going on now and to find them out all you've got to do is go to www.mousefantravel.com once again it's www.mousefantravel.com but i digress yeah. well, and so when i talk to friends and family about trips i recommend hooking up with a travel mm -hmm. planner and then i recommend mouse fan travel because that's the travel planner i use yeah. So I let them talk to the travel planner about making their arrangements, but I talk to them about, you know, different attractions or what to be careful with for transportation or restaurants mm -hmm. or those kinds. Of, and, and your travel planner can help you with some of those things too. Yep. But it's, it's not making the arrangements for them. It's helping them understand. And we've said before, and anybody that's a Disney Parks fan understands how important it is to be prepared and to do planning, but to help newbies understand those kinds of things so that they don't get there and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed, or yep. how do I get to do anything, or you know, where where do I even go if you know, if you've got the choice of four different parks and and two water parks and uh, the Disney Springs and everything else. Yeah, just, absolutely. Uh, demystifying some of those things and Genie Plus and other things that they help to help them understand. Yeah. So it, it's not overwhelming and and they don't end up, you know, frittering away their, their trip and not getting as much out of it. Yeah, yeah. And even for people who like to plan their own trips, I think Disney World has gotten complicated to the point where even the most ardent fan and Disney goer needs some assistance in planning their trip because of Genie Plus, because of the way the dining reservations are changing here and there, and they're getting better. Um, and, and, you know, it's not the simple thing where, when I say simple, it was never simple, where you can make your ADRs, you know, your fast pass reservations. It's gotten far more complicated than that so you, you know get all the help you can get but but choose wisely mm. <laughs> um now i don't know about you guys I, one of the things that we like to do was if you go on it you plan a disney and john i know you've done this a couple of times plan a two-legged trip where you're going to either the parks or on a disney cruise or you know one first, the other, or done both, gone to the parks, cruise back to the parks. Absolutely. 
And even if you're just going on a Disney cruise, that also helps keep the magic alive for your next world trip, Disney World trip. It's, it's such a great compliment. And yep. we've talked before about how how wonderful the service is on Disney Cruise Line, how it's a different experience from being in the parks, but it gives you that same warm feeling in a different way. And that's why I say that they complement each other so well. If somebody said to me, would you rather go to Walt Disney World or go on a Disney cruise? My answer would be, well, I want to do both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're a parent with children, yeah, I'm going to let Lottie answer this. I'm going to stay back and let her. That would rather be on the cruise than at the parks. And the uh, the other two love the parks. Charlotte is a thrill seeker, so she loves being on the on the coasters and any of the thrill rides. Ava's okay with it, but she would much rather be on the cruise ship. She said it over and over again. She can't wait to go back. Uh, and, uh, right. Candace is not that fond of the of the cruises. She keeps complaining about uh, how uh, motion sick she got. Uh. So she likes to be on land, and she she wants to shop and eat. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And if you're a parent and you have young children or any children, it doesn't matter the age. If they're of well, I should say it does matter. If if they're of the age that they can go to one of the Disney clubs, whether it's the teen club or the other clubs, you don't get to see your children all day. You'll see them at mealtime. That's about it. That's even better if you need a break from them. I went to bed one night before my kids got back from the kids club. They just let themselves in the room and they yep. came on in. And wow. Yeah, we did. and I wasn't. Even, I was not at all worried. Just yep. the kids had. Yeah. They they were safe. They love the kids clubs. Candace loved the teen club, and uh, they just when it was time to come back to the room, they came back and went to bed. Yeah, I remember doing that with my daughter. Um, she, we had cold sleeping, and two thirty in the morning she'd come walking in because she would go to the clubs and then hang out with her friends. And we weren't we weren't worried in the slightest because on a Disney cruise, security is tight. Everybody's there to have fun. Nobody's there to get into a fight or anything. You, you just don't hear about those things on Disney cruises because it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, but anyway, getting back to the parks <laughs> and, and keeping the magic alive. You know, I, I know a lot of people like to decorate their houses with Disney stuff. I mean, you can see I've got a few. I don't know if I can tilt this up. But nope, I can't. Uh, but I've got a few posters. One is in the back. I've got a Haunted Mansion, a Nepcot poster, and a Jungle Cruise poster back there. I've got Mickey and Minnie on the wall here. Um, an animator has signed pictures of sketches that I have over there. I can't see them, but of um, Jiminy Cricket and Tinkerbell. Uh, I've got the Widow Bride on the other side of this computer that you can't see, signed by Cat Cressa, who voiced... The um, Widow Bride. So, you know, I've got a lot here. and I've got other stuff there. And you guys have even more than I've got. My, my kitchen uh, is decorated, inspired by a poster that I got at Disney World. A blue poster that had all of the Disney characters at that time on the poster. So my entire kitchen is, is navy blue and 
silver to, mm -hmm. to match that poster. And then my office at work, I have the, there was a print of um, a painting with uh, Princess Tiana. Uh, she's got a pot, pot of gumbo. Uh, and so uh, it matched my office well. So my new office is, is uh, that's great. Got a lot of Disney. Yeah. And Kurt, who's not here tonight. Um, he has the book. You know, if you ever watch the show on YouTube, if you look at his basement, He's got Disney stuff everywhere. It's a warehouse down there. And then in the rest of his house has a lot of Disney stuff too. His, his own character warehouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why he's never going to be able to move down here because he has too much to move with him. <laughs> <laughs> he has it all where he is yeah. now. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't imagine packing up that basement. Oh my God. <laughs> well, we went through it with our, with our house. Um, and it's amazing how much stuff you keep over the years and you go like, why did I even think? I don't want to talk about Disney stuff. I'm talking about anything. That's like, why did I keep this? And you eventually just say, okay, it's time to purge everything. And you get rid of a lot of stuff. I got rid of a lot of Disney stuff because I just had no room for it here. It's a shame I had to do it, but you know, I did my best to find homes for a lot of things and I did succeed to a large respect, but not everything. Mm -hmm. flea markets are a great place to go if you you know to keep the magic alive too look for disney stuff at a flea market or or thrift store mm -hmm. you know start collecting disney things that's another thing too whether it's pins or you know anything final nations whatever you might be interested in um you know are there any other things we haven't mentioned yet that you think people could do between trips that you guys have done or, or you know, people have done. Lottie had talked about listening to Disney music in the car with the family. I also like to listen to Disney theme park attraction audio. Yeah. So with, and there's lots of sources for it. Some of some I've even recorded myself when I've been on the attractions, but some of my favorite attractions that I that I like to listen to are maybe Spaceship Earth, parts of Spaceship Earth, or Carousel of Progress, especially the attractions that are that are longer in nature. It, it it's just a way of re-experiencing things when you can't be there. Yeah, you didn't mention the greatest theme park um, music of all, Soren. Soren. Well, yeah, yeah. So, so that so there's there's the the Disney theme park songs and music, but then there's also the Disney theme park audio where you hear yeah. the voices from the animatronics or whatever. So, yeah, the background music. Yeah. The background music oh, yeah. Adventureland has been on repeat. It's the Balafon Marimba Ensemble. Uh, is uh they're they're just fantastic i love that one yeah i, I know one get, of, you can get the the playlist the disney playlists are on places like apple music and spotify and, yep uh, and if, that's right um and if you go to i don't know if they're still there they sell they used to sell the cds with the disney theme uh, music in the parks mm. 
you were able to get them there or at the Disney store. I don't know if they're still selling that because everybody's streaming things and going to Spotify and places like that now. Yeah, I've got a number of them, but I haven't looked lately. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, yeah, I've got a couple. They're still, they're sitting in my car. <laughs> I, I was listening. I forget which podcast I was listening to recently. And I got clued into a Disney CD that had Walt Disney talking about the Disneyland the lands within Disneyland and he gave an introduction to them and then there was the music that simulated the background music in each land but it was a it's a it's a, a co collection from a long time ago it was originally out on an LP but you can get it on Apple Music now. And I, I pulled it up and was listening to it. And oh, that's great. was just enamored with it. It's something I hadn't even known about before, but there's lots of things like that you can find. Yeah, it's good to know. Yeah, anything else you guys can think of that we haven't talked about? I, I can't think of anything offhand. I have an old one, and, and the only reason I thought about it is because I just looked at my skin and noticed how incredibly dry it was. But the, the, the Disney H2O bath products that have been discontinued, I still oh, have yeah. left. It's horrible that those get discontinued. It's so terrible that it got discontinued because it just the the smell of it just makes me yeah. feel like I'm I'm uh, at the parks and so I still have a little bit left. I'm I'm uh, I'm savoring it. I'm I'm rationing it. <laughs> <laughs> so so is so is my wife, yeah. Yeah, I know there are people out there that sell the scents from the attractions as well in, in oh, candle form candles. that you can right. get. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's another thing you can do. You can find those online and purchase the scents. I, you know what I used to do? Every time I went on a trip when we were living up north, I would come home with at least one, if not two, T-shirts from different park attractions. I didn't want just the Mickey Mouse T-shirt. I wanted park attraction T-shirts. Yeah. I don't know if they still have park attraction t-shirts or they do. They, yeah. do have. they do. Oh, another good one is shopping. I know at our local Target uh, and our JC mm -hmm. there's sections of the store that are devoted to Disney now that there aren't really any more uh, Disney stores right. around. So, you know, we'll go to Target and we'll walk around the section and look at all of the neat old things and buy a few things and bring them home and yeah, it's always good. Now, I know some people will also, and I'm not one of them, will get, will get Disney tattoos. And that's another way to keep the magic going. So if you're into tattoos, that's something, you know, I'm not recommending anybody do that. But if that's your thing, you know, do what you want to do. You don't, you don't want a, a Mickey Mouse nose piercing, Stuart? Or my, my. <laughs> Yeah, you won't see me with any piercings or tattoos. That's, lip, that's just not right me. <laughs> Mickey ears. <laughs> I have Mickey ears. Oh gosh! No, those are dopey. Oh, okay. oh <laughs> snap! <laughs> I have no comeback for that. She got me good. The jokes on your friends. There's another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's 
people do their gardens with Disney themes um, as, as well. I've seen that with a lot of decorations in their lawns. And they change them as the seasons change. Yeah. The holidays. That reminds me of a fun thing that we do sometimes getting ready for Disney cruises. <laughs> and so one thing I was going to share is you can help bridge the gap with something like a Disney cruise by making an onboard deposit. Because if you make an onboard deposit, you get 10% off a future cruise. And then when you're planning for the cruise, what we've done a lot lately is the cruises we've been on have been group cruises and we have contests for decorating the stateroom doors with mm -hmm. magnets and we'll add in things like lights and music and all kinds of stuff and using things like crickets and, and whatever to, to make the magnets and everything else that gets attached but that's a great way to build the excitement for an upcoming trip specifically there for the disney cruise line but you could also make magnets to put on your your room door in the disney resort or if you're not going on a, a group cruise and you don't have a contest people still like to decorate their doors and it's a great way to talk to other people on the cruise ship because i've had so many people that have stopped at my door and just made comments about it. Oh, I, I like seeing that every day when I walk by or, Oh, I, I heard this music playing and, and it's just, it's just another fun way to engage with others as well as planning yeah. ahead. Yeah. You ever open your door on a cruise and you have somebody stay? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's gotta be scary. Absolutely. Yeah, and I and I, I try to not you know embarrass the people too much, but <laughs> that's funny. They, they oh, I can't, I can't imagine. Now you make me wish I was planning for a Disney cruise. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we've given everybody at home watching or listening a lot to think about if they haven't. You know, if they're looking, well, if they're watching or listening to us, that means they're, and they're between trips, they're yeah. trying to keep that magic going. And we hope we've given you some new ideas that maybe you haven't thought of. Um, but before we go, I do want to give you guys a last chance to see if there's anything else we might not have mentioned that you would like to bring up to let our viewers and listeners know about. And while they're doing that, please remember to like by giving us a thumbs up and subscribe to the show because it helps bring us a little more visibility to other Disney fans and YouTube will help put our show in Apple podcasts and all those other places. It'll move us up the ranks a little bit. So more people get to know who we are and love us. Hopefully. <laughs> One other thing I, I like to do, and that is to live vicariously by watching other people's trips when they're posting on social media or they're sending messenger messages or text messages back home, you know, to their friends or family and sharing here, are the pictures we're taking. So I, I love to live vicariously by watching my Disney friends trips yeah. as well. Yeah. I, I want to let you on a little secret. Now it may not apply to everybody, but I can tell you with a lot of the people I know here, 
almost everybody goes to the parks now and they were they're going live they're recording and i'm sure people that live outside of florida love it because they haven't been there in a while but people who live here in florida and i'm generalizing please keep in mind i'm generalizing this people who live here in florida they can go to the parks when they want are looking at those going what idiots it's like don't they have anything better to do <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, so maybe something that might not be looked upon so highly by some are treasures to others. So if you like to broadcast live in the parks, just do it. Because you know what? There are people out there, a lot of people out there who that really helps them. You know, it's like they miss the parks. They need that. It's a little energy boost for them to help get their day going and work make it even better and put a smile on their face all right i think that is going to do it for us this week uh you know kurt unfortunately i don't know if i mentioned that earlier in the show or not um couldn't make it tonight due to uh you know some some unforeseen thing darlene will be gone for a couple of weeks but we will be back here the three of us and jess will be back here next week and kurt as well so we'll have an interesting topic for you next week, hopefully a good one. Um, sometimes we let the news develop what we talk about. Sometimes we don't. Like tonight, you know, we thought we'd help you guys out that are living elsewhere outside of Florida, keep the magic going. Um, but we, we will be back with another show next week, I promise. As always, we come back with our shows. So until next time, everybody, and I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I'm, I'm so tired. Oh, <laughs> Everybody, be safe, be yourself. Bye-bye. See you real soon. Well, like you used to be able to hear in Epcot for the pre-show for Magic Journeys from the song Making Memories, great vacations and celebrations we can forget in a year. But when we're making memories, happy days can reappear. And we hope you all reappear right here next week with Jess and the rest of us. Have a great week. Good night.